guys, welcome to Status Random with Sean. This is episode 50, the big 5-0. Um, so I haven't been on for a little bit because we had spring break with the kids and my husband deployed and so forth. So I'm back on, on it and I have a new topic today. So a lot of you remember from my past podcast about having um, a brother who suffered from addiction. Addiction is very deep in my family, on both sides of my family. Um, I Cousins, uncles, to, you know, my brother having an addiction. So, the biggest topic today is on addiction. Um, am I addicted to anything? Well, back in high school, I was terrified that I was too fat. You know, high school is very hard. Very, very hard for kids. Um, I thought I was afraid to eat too much because I would get too big and so forth. So I was addicted to not eating and counting calories for everything. I missed a lot of school because I felt weak and I just had high anxiety and so forth. Um, so I suffered from what was called anorexia. So it took me many, many, many years to figure out how to change that aspect and of course you know I gained weight and so forth and I was already out of high school and I was going to college and so there was a light at the end of the tunnel for me but what made me want to talk about this was I watched the Demi Lovato Dancing with the Devil documentary um I think it's four parts on YouTube and I waited each week for them to come out and I must say it was killer like it was so good but it was so sad, and I actually felt like I could understand where she was coming from just from coming from a family with addiction issues with my brother and so forth. It's looking for the next part to kind of, I, for addiction, it's it's trying to get the next hit to make you feel a different way, and then you move to the next thing to get that hit to, to kind of minimize the feeling that you're having. So. I wonder about the uh, definition of addiction, the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance or activity. So you can be addicted to many things, and addiction also falls under mental health. I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but I'm going to discuss things that I saw growing up and what I saw in this documentary. So the documentary to me was very eye-opening. It made me... I never was a fan of Demi Lovato. I never really listened to her music too much. I kind of had this feeling in my head that, you know, she's just a Disney star or so forth, you know, a pop singer, whatever. But her new music is real. It's real. It's deep. It's hard to listen to, but it's really, really, really good. Um, one of the ones that I want to talk about was she suffered from body issues. So, um... Is because of a controlling thing, you know, you want to control things. And if you can control them, what's the first thing you control is yourself. So with body issues and being in the spotlight and so forth, people want people to look a certain way. And I think it's bullshit, but whatever, you know, I don't like my kids to read magazines and so forth because I don't want them to think that is how people are supposed to look. Like Khloe Kardashian is all crazy because somebody put out a untouched photo of her and then she put up a different photo. Why does it matter? She looked good before Untouched and 
I mean, to me, it looked fake with the touched one, you know, being touched up. So she has a song called I Love Me, which is a really good song. And it's a fun, upbeat song, but it is really deep. Um, the beginning starts with flipping through all the magazines, telling me who I'm supposed to be. Way too good at camouflage. Can't see what I am. I just see what I'm not. So that to me is a huge thing. Like, I feel like that all the time too. Like, you see people that are my age on TV or magazines or whatever. And I'm like, well, hell, I don't look like them. You know, I've got a mom bod is what I call like it. It, we're so hyper-focused on how we're supposed to look on the outside that people forget to see people for what they have on the inside. So that song really struck me. So if you can listen to that song, it's a killer song. The other one that um, she has, the new one, is Dancing with the Devil. This song, and if you can find the music video on YouTube, watch it. It is basically what she went through when she OD'd. And when she talked about that, was she talked about um, you know, she thought a little bit of alcohol was okay, and then it went to the next thing where she had her drug dealer bring her drugs, and here's the part that gets me, um, and it breaks my heart that she had to go through this, but when the drug dealer came and brought her her drugs, um, it happened to be laced with fentanyl. So, anyways, she had taken the medicine, or the drug, and laid down, I guess, and he raped her. And he, at that time... Did he know or did he not know she OD'd at that time? Who knows? I think that his mind wasn't right as well to think that he could not get um, permission from another uh, adult saying, yes, we can, you know, do this. But he took it upon himself to do it himself. In the video, it shows her being pumped with this medical device that pulls out the bad blood when she OD'd and puts in the fresh blood. So it re it uses your blood, but it filters it and cleans it. In this video, it really struck me. Like I've watched it 15 different times, I would say, just to make sure I got the whole picture of everything. It's sad. It's so sad that we as human beings are expecting people to be one way, but everybody has faults. You know, you don't, if you don't make mistakes, then you don't grow. That's my theory. Is you, there's no way in growing in life if you're always perfect. Nobody's perfect. We all have our inner demons and stuff going on. The song Dancing with the Devil it starts off with, it's just a little red wine, I'll be fine. Right? Not like I want to do this every night. Then you keep going down and she talks about like twisted reality, hopeless insanity. I told you I was okay, but I was lying. So she was literally reaching out, like putting on a brave face for people saying, I'm fine, I'm sober, I've been sober for six years. And then she, you know, fell down really, really far down. The biggest part in this song that gets me is she says, Dancing with the devil, out of control, I almost made it to heaven, it was closer than you know. Playing with the enemy, gambling with my soul, it's so hard to say no when you're dancing with the devil. I mean, you can't get deeper than that, man. I My heart just broke for her just watching the documentary and feeling the words that she was saying and all the support she had around her, but she was still battling something inside. Not only that, but being younger as a, you know, a star, a Disney star, a musician and so forth, she really had to portray a certain way 
and she was battling herself inside the entire time. And it's so many people when say somebody is suicidal, they always say things like, I never would have thought that he was so funny and, and so cool and joked a lot because he's putting on, you know, that person's putting on a front. Like that's what people don't understand is they put on a front because they're hiding their demons inside and how they're feeling inside. And so that's why I think labeling how mental health should not be talked about is like the worst thing you can do because the best thing to do is to get it out and talk. But you have to find the right people you want to tell and the right people that you want to talk to. You know, you've got to have a good ear to listen, you know. Um, the other thing is, let me find it. Um, she also did like a lullaby for her sister called ICU Madison's Lullaby. And it's ugh, her new album, let me just say, it is goosebump worthy. It strikes you to the core, man. It's it's strong. Um, the other one that I really, really enjoyed was her song called Anyone. And she talks about, you know, she tried to talk to things that weren't people. She confided in alcohol. Um, she told secrets till her voice was sore. All, like, she's just saying how she sold so many songs and, and, and so many stories that, you know, she still was suffering and nobody was listening to her. Nobody knew that there was something really wrong with her. She hid it very well. And the biggest part for me is when she says, so why am I praying anyway if nobody's listening? And I'm sure we've all been there. Where we've all, anybody who's religious or spiritual or so forth, praying and praying and you feel like nobody's listening. But honestly, I think they were listening to her because she OD'd. And look at her. She's alive. Look at DMX. He OD'd. And he's literally brain dead right now. She's should count her blessings. She is super, super special for being able to use this as a way to get the words out for other people who are suffering with addiction or mental health issues because I know she was diagnosed with bipolar as well. Get to get this out in the open so the world doesn't shut it away and that everybody can talk about it. Um with her she was lucky. Point blank she was lucky. And she says that she has survivor's guilt, which I get. I mean, you wonder why you were the one saved, but I think here it is. They were listening to her because she was the voice that can make this platform for everybody else. She can sing the songs to make everybody feel like you're not alone. Other people suffer with addiction, but here's what you can do. I think she's also the spokesperson now for, is it Talkspace, I think it is, where you can literally text or call any therapist. Um, I wish that they would do that for free for people because some people that have hit their low, they don't want to charge talk space to their card or so forth. They don't want other people to know. So if you are married to somebody or you do share a card with somebody, maybe they don't want to see those charges. You know, maybe, I don't know. I've never looked into talk space, but, or is it talk space? It's something like that. But addiction is a very serious thing because you're looking for the next thing to kind of numb you, right? Um, so I think that my brother, because my brother also had a, a chemical imbalance, I believe. And I think that he was trying to 
start off slow. He would do this and do that. And then it got bigger and bigger and bigger out of control where he needed that next big hit or the next, you know, he tried something different or then it went to alcohol because everybody, alcohol is not illegal. So that's an easy way to do. Um, I wish that my brother would have gotten help earlier and I know he did, but then he relapsed and so forth. But I feel like if this wasn't such a damned thing to talk about back then, that maybe he would have gotten the help faster and he would have realized there's actually nothing wrong with you. Many people have addictions, you know, and now we're able to have this platform to talk about it and be open and honest about it. And people can say, you know what, I'm an addict or I live with an addict or so forth. I think the one show that I remember watching a lot um, and I thought about ways that we could do this for my brother was intervention. Intervention, most of it was drugs and alcohol. And um, I used to come up with a plan as a kid, like, here's what we're going to do. We're all going to sit down. We're going to tell him we love him. And then we're going to just lay it on him. How we feel. Mom and dad, you're going to stop paying for anything for him and so forth. Really, in all actuality, that's not always the way it works. But I did see my brother fall from the highest you can get to the lowest you can get. So I do know addiction is a serious thing. And I hope that if you have any addiction issues, whether it's drugs, alcohol, porn, anything, that you get the help that you need. Because there's a platform now where you can voice and not be ashamed. And if anybody makes you feel ashamed, shame on them. Right? We're in a world now where... You can be who you want to be. Finally, um, you can be. You can be um, LGBTQ. Is there another letter on there? I can't remember. Um, you could be gender fluid. You can. You can be anything. And that's the other thing is Demi Lovato hid behind her hair for so long to be feminine and so forth. But now she's come out as being fluid. She likes both genders. So rock on, girl. Like. Thanks for opening that outlet for many, many people. And I, I always tell my children, I don't care who you love. As long as you find somebody that treats you very well, I don't care. And I, I, that's the other fear I have is <sighs> drugs are so easy. You know, I know it's kind of a deep subject today about addiction and so forth, but I'm for all those years of being around an addict. It really, I had, my mentality was completely wrong. Mine was more like bash him, bash him. He's nothing. He's no good. You know, pull away everything. Stop paying for anything. Don't be there for him. Shut him out. And I was ignorant and just doing research and listening to Demi Lovato's videos and looking at things about mental health for my own struggle with mental health for anxiety. It really... There's more to it. More to it. So do your research. If you need to talk to somebody, there are so many avenues you can take now to talk to people. But thank you for listening for my episode number 50. This was a good one. And today I'm going to call it addiction. Until next time, thanks for listening to Status Random. Bye.